Board Ape Yacht Club and the CryptoPunks are the two biggest NFT projects in the world. And the Board Ape Yacht Club just bought the CryptoPunks. This is maybe the biggest news in NFT history, and we're going to break it down. All right, everybody, we are live here today from Austin, Texas. I am your host, Austin, aka Mac and Cheesy, and this is the New Normal A podcast where every Tuesday we break down complex crypto topics so that anybody can understand. Alongside me, we have the co-founder of the Cryptoon Goons, Jesse, and he's in my neck of the woods today. Uh, south by southwest uh, how's the texas weather treating you i mean it's lovely getting some get some of that vitamin d a little sun it's great down here now this is episode a lot we, we a lot of episodes and this this is an interesting one and you're going to find out why this one is specifically interesting as we progress through the episode but some of the biggest news in nft history happened literally two days ago from from the time that we're filming this the w- breakdown what what exactly happened this, this this news cannot be understated yeah i mean there was rumors swirling all like for kind of two days and and it came, actually came true which was like mind-blowing so what happened was the board the company that owns the board ape yacht club nft collection which is called yuga labs they bought the crypto punks uh intellectual property the 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 actual collection the brand they bought that from its original owners larva labs uh for an undisclosed amount like god i wonder how big that number was we could speculate on that in a bit but as part of that deal they acquired not just the crypto punks but also the mebits collection which is the 3d more metaverse ready uh, avatar uh, collection and also the majority of the crypto punks and me bits that are owned by larva Labs. so it's over 500 crypto punks which you know that's like a good amount of money right there and 1500 me bits um and so this is this is just groundbreaking massive it's news absurd absolutely absurd these these are one and two in the nft space it's like amazon and apple joining forces Exactly. Like it's, you just don't see this in traditional web to uh, tech company space. Right. Cause it's, it's, it's illegal. <laughs> right. Like if, if one of these companies tried to acquire the other, it would be considered probably a monopoly or, you know, some typical kind of thing like that. Right. And so just absolutely crazy that the number one NFT collection in terms of floor price at 95 E board apes buys the crypto punks at number two slot at 70. Uh, it's just crazy. And I think people listening, right there, and even for me, I have a hard time of just imagining how does an NFT buy another NFT? Um, and I guess you you opened on it, right? So there's there's businesses associated with these NFTs, and they bought the rights to it. So that I think that was one of the is or previously was one of the issues with the crypto punks. So I don't know if you could break down like just for how an nft can buy another nft because we hear this permissionless type thing like that sounds like a, a very web 2 thing to do yeah we talked about this back in episode 35 what does it mean uh do you truly own your nft right so like if you truly own your nft how do you buy another you know how does an nft 
company buy another NFT company. So like, um, you know, what it comes down to is typically, even if the owners have the full um, ownership rights over their NFTs, the company behind it that like launched it, created it, they still own the IP for the brand. So like the logo, the actual name of the collection, a lot of that branding um, is owned by the centralized company, right? And and we have yet to see um, some of these more major NFT projects figure out a way or get to a point where they decentralize the brand itself. And I think that will come. And we talked about that in episode 35. Um, but yeah, that has not happened yet. And now, so Larva Labs is the company that created the crypto the the crypto punks, and then Yugo Labs is the company that created Board API Club. So it's it, think of it like parent companies to that created this this child. Yeah, and it's very confusing, right? Because you get they they like sold the NFTs, right? And then they can sell the company too. Yeah, like, they double sold. You can double sell. <laughs> that was well that was going on in twitter like people were like the crypto the crypto punks like sold their company twice yeah but to be fair crypto punks were given away for free on reddit um in summer 2017 and so obviously they the me bits are the ones that they definitely double sold um but yeah mm-hmm. so i'm i'm very interested why wh- why we think this this happened like what the next steps are but before getting into that, I'm just curious. Maybe this is why the uh, the crypto punks were so hesitant to talk about um, giving away their IP rights and stuff like that, and like they kind of weren't answering anyone's questions. Maybe because they kind of knew this was in the in the works. Do you think that had anything to play with their lack of transparency? So, if you read the the Larva Labs uh, press release statement uh, that they put out on their blog post, they basically said, "We just aren't built like we we're not stewards, or we're not very good at this whole stewarding, building utility, like leading an NFT project into the future." Right? We're very good at we're experimenters. We like creating things that have never been done before and throwing it out there and seeing what happens. And so their whole thing was like, we have no idea how to do this. <laughs> and so I think they all along didn't want to make any decisions. They, they wanted to do nothing, right? Because I think that was their safest play while they figured out what is the long term for the CryptoPunks. And yeah, behind the scenes, they probably are thinking about who could we sell this to? We, we want to get back to doing what we prefer to do. And so that they made a life choice, right? They, they didn't want to run a startup company like this. They wanted to run a more lifestyle focused one. And hey, it's a great reasoning to sell your company for an undisclosed amount. Oh, we're not fit for this. Give me a fat paycheck. So the rest of the community, it's not your problem. It's my problem. And I also get a lot of money by, by going back to things that we do well, which is a great reasoning there. So so we touched on it a little bit, but maybe just go in a little bit more in terms of why this is the most massive news. This news in NFT history is is ridiculous. It's Amazon and Apple joining forces. Like, if if you can just kind of dive into that more, because it's it's hard to wrap. And I think it's happening in real time, so everybody's trying to wrap their head around it, but. Why can the everyday listener be like, oh, wow, this is a a monumental moment in the NFT space? 
Yeah, I think in traditional web two or just tech companies or any company, right? We're very used to this idea of acquisitions, right? Companies buy other companies all the time, whether it's they want mm -hmm. to get the talent that they have uh, people-wise or maybe there's intellectual property or you're, you're acquiring something. Mm -hmm. In Web3, we, we, we've never seen a DAO buy another DAO or, a, you know, we just don't see Web3 or we haven't seen it yet, right? And so mm -hmm. I think we're, maybe this is signaling we're getting into this new phase where these companies have so much money, right? The Yuga Labs has... I think a billion dollars, you know, over a billion dollars worth of cash and capital. And so you got to do something with it. Right. And, and so that's that. And then I think the other thing that's just earth shattering to me is like these crypto punks were historical pieces of like NFT history, right? People kept calling them the rookie cards, the OGs, you know, they're punks, right? They're, they're anti-establishment mm -hmm. and yet that they get sold off from one company to another and that just feels so corporate so like facebook acquiring instagram and you're mm -hmm. like is this really the punk mentality like yeah so, is it you know, I, I think it's it, it, yeah it's like uh, i think that's that's probably the i mean a lot of people's qualms and issues with web3 is that it's like is it really web three? It feels a lot like web two. It's you're getting like centralized entities coming into space, VCs backing certain things. And yeah, this, when this news came out, I was just like, wait, what? Like, what, <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? What do they, do they own my punk, which I don't have, but like, if they did like, am now, am I now a bored ape guy? Like what's going on here? And also because, their communities didn't necessarily jive with each other like punks board ape like there was constantly like this kind of back and forth because it's like lebron jordan type thing like who's who's the goat uh, in this space and the goats teamed up yeah they super teamed it um they, they super teamed it <laughs> yeah i think it, it is confusing and um i think I, I, I have been slowly moving towards this idea that I think it's okay for NFT companies to start out centralized, right? You don't, you get one shot at building your brand and your IP, right? And if you decentralize it too quickly, you kind of give away a lot of the control of like shaping it. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been really moving towards this idea, right? And, and you should eventually move towards decentralization. But like, I think this just is a constant reminder that like people make their ch choices out of their own wants and desires right and so you never think the crypto punks are gonna get sold right you just think they'll just be what they are forever and mm -hmm. you forget that there's two human beings behind it who have personal life goals and personal decisions they want to make and they're not just going to sacrifice their lives for the crypto punks um, and so it does call to remind ourselves like yeah actually it is important to decentralize aspects and make the trust build the trust um through decentralization um and figure out how do you kind of blend the growing a brand centrally but like making sure you're promising to your users you're not going to just sell, sell out and dips at you know dip out yeah yeah i think it's like everything has to start centralized in a sense everything that um all of these brands that we've seen to date have been created from a centralized entity so there isn't necessarily like this playbook for de a entirely decentralized brand to be created, it's very challenging to do that.
so it's now as a as a if I was a, a punk holder or when they see this news or if you're a punk holder, a me bit holder, should they be excited when they see this? I think in, instant reaction is yes, because Yuga Labs upon acquiring it immediately granted full IP ownership rights to the crypto punks. And this has been like a long standing issue amongst the crypto punks. You know, we had punk 4136, I think it's the ID number, was building an entire brand around his punk and he ended up selling it because he got so frustrated with the lack of clarity around did he actually own the IP to that? And so should he continue to build his own brand around that? question is will he go buy it back i think he should <laughs> that would be i would d- does he get in at a cheaper price or you got a lot of taxes to pay so i don't know yeah <laughs> uh, that's tough but like yeah i mean um but anyways yeah so we talked about that in episode 35 um of the, of the new normal um and yeah i think that, that's awesome like i'd be excited as a crypto punk holder now um but yeah i think you have that, right? And Yuga Labs really doing the right thing, saying the right things. We, we want to be stewards of the crypto punks. We don't want to just change everything or like bring it into, we don't want to bring it into Board Ape's world, uh, they've, they've said. Um, so they're saying all the right things. They do the right thing immediately. So you're like, oh, I'm bullish. But like, then you think back to some controversies lately. Board Ape's just launched a new project, very. Um, let's just say they were very obtuse about it, right? They, they tweeted out saying like, new project coming up and a link, right? Uh, Board Apes tweeted this on their pro, on their um, Twitter account and you click in, it's asking you to KYC and then all these memes came out that, oh, it's B-A-Y-C, KYC. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the, the YC is really about KYC, which is um, the acronym means know your customer, which is basically you have to dox yourself. You have to give your full address, your, your full name, your, you know, different IDs like social security or email or, you know, these different things that um, bring you to being a real person, not anonymous, which is very anti web three. And so it's like Yuga Labs is doing projects like board apes are doing projects that involve you requiring you KYC. It's like very like, not the web three way and so it's like mm-hmm. and they're buying companies right they're buying out their competition so that's very not the web three way so it leads to this very conflicting feeling of like is this good for my punks or not you know i think and something that immediately comes to mind is as a punk holder you wanted to be the number one spot in a sense but now you're immediately in my eyes you're a subsidiary to the board ape team would they so, ever let, let that be the number one? Yeah. So it's, I, I think it's probably good short term, but I think the the thought of the CryptoPunks being above the Bored Apes now is kind of probably unrealistic. Gone. Yeah. yeah, gone. And I've seen some theories on Twitter um, where it was like, maybe Yugo Labs should fractionalize all the punks that they own and give them to the board ape holders as like part of what the ape token will provide that those are like backed by the the crypto punks that are fractionalized and how funny would that be if as a board ape holder you're just getting ownership in a punk yeah, I don't think they are. I don't think they'll do that. But yeah, I, I saw that too from a certain person. We uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, 
Yeah, and I think also like I think the other thing that is in sort of a negative way is it, it takes the shine off of the lore. Like I kind of mentioned previously, the punk, the anti-establishment, the this like OG piece, right? Like um, I think it has the possibility at least to take the shine off that because it's now it's owned by this company, right? That that owns enough. Like so there's that kind of vibe, but like it depends on how they operate it, right? Like if they really do right by it and do it really well um it, it can i can think it could be very positive so i think it, it's really kind of up to yugo labs how they how they end up guiding it. but yeah i think the fact that people thought punks could be number one again that feels like kind of gone mm-hmm. now we talked about the punks what about the the apes should the the board apes be excited about this yeah, I mean, uh, the market is. Um, so the board apes were dropped in price down to like, I think they were at a, almost 100 ETH at the, at the end of the bull, the, the kind of recent bull run in, in NFTs, which was uh, end of February. Um, and since then, it had dropped, board apes had dropped all the way down to 75 ETH uh, as of, you know, like five days ago. And on this news, board apes are now back up to 95 ETH. So there's a 20, 20 ETH that's like, 33% kind of increase there. So yeah, the market is bullish. Um, I I think it's bullish just as, yeah, like the company is just killing it, right? Like they, they own, they just bought out the competition. They, they, it's mm-hmm. kind of solidifies apes as number one. Um, but I think there is short-term impacts, right? Like you spend a massive amount of capital. We don't know the number, right? But you spend a massive amount of money to go buy the, the crypto punks. That, that money and time focus right would have gone into apes instead and so there's always an opportunity cost here and so the short medium term like that that definitely will impact the apes ability to roll out massive projects and things because it's just money hit and capacity and they're they're they decided to go this MA route yeah i think if i was an ape holder this would definitely excite me I would be like, we're, you know, we're, we're the top dogs now. Now long-term, long-term gotta be bullish. Uh, but yeah, it's always like, usually when you, when you buy something, right. There's like a, some direct benefit to your company, right? Like, uh, Facebook buys Instagram, right? Well, cause Facebook was a photo sharing, social network and that people weren't using as much anywhere and and instagram is just crushing the photo sharing right the filters and you know there there was a clear reason to go buy it the only clear reason i see for board apes to go buy crypto punks is just like buy out the competition right like basically just buy out the competition and so well i guess it's well because it's yugo labs right so they're in in some sense, this could empower the punks to because if they have now their rights to do these certain things, it would be funny if they acquired them, they gave them the rights, and then now punks branding and everything just be blasted off in a sense. And like now, because you go labs, we're in like a small time capsule for NFTs, but you go labs as the parent owning both Board Ape and CryptoPunks. We could fall victim of just like this kind of short-sightedness in a sense that like five years from now, there's really no reason why the CryptoPunks couldn't be their main project if that brand took off. Like 
there's there's no reason for that we just so maybe there is a chance maybe because it's not for it it wasn't board eight bought it it was yugo labs bought it so the same way alphabet and google so i i, I it's not a non-zero right i don't know if that'll necessarily happen because i think people will associate the the apes owning the punks but but you almost think like if for that to happen something has to negatively happen to the board apes right something has to impact that brand in because a way it has that strong it momentum like for for the punks to really become their number one like i don't think it just ha- because i don't think something positive just happens to the punks that it takes it beyond the board apes right to me because they're going to be putting most of their time and effort i would imagine into the punk into the board apes and kind of stewarding the punk mm-hmm. song so something has to kind of negatively impact the board apes for that to kind of happen and in that case like well how does that look upon legal labs right if they do something you know that probably impacts the whole everything mm-hmm. and so, then it's an extension know. we'll see and now they said that they're going to stewardess these punks along but are we going to see an ape CryptoPunk, like uh, a derivative ape project where it's the CryptoPunk pixelated style. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've said, they've publicly said they're not going to combine it, right? They're not going to bring the punks into the board ape club world. Um, but like, you spent so much money on this IP, right? Like, you, you, you're you probably going to combine it in some way, right? Like, you think about Disney and they go buy a a Marvel or a Star Wars, right? They don't bring that into Mickey Mouse land, but like they, they certainly put them next to each other in a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly put them next to each other on the, on the, on the store, uh, right. Amazing, uh, shelves. Right. Like, and so, yeah. How will Yugo labs build that? I mean, it doesn't seem like they're building theme parks, but like maybe they will. I don't know. Now with this, with this news, it, kind of consolidates the one and two so who do you think two is if if now punks and board ape were kind of going to group them together because they were one and two and there wasn't necessarily this clear third who do you who do you think steps in number two outside of the the goons <laughs> i mean i think uh, i've been i've mentioned a few times on this podcast but do- doodles i think is is just out out front of everyone else behind them um the things they're doing the way they're sharing the universe that they're building with people who aren't had never heard of nfts before is unlike anyone else and so they're building they're going to try and capture a much much larger market of people than most of these other nft projects because most nft projects just all they do is they market to more web3 nft people and that has a limited supply right i think however many accounts are on OpenSea. I don't know, it's like 500,000 or something. And Coinbase, obviously, that would open up to more. But yeah, there's a very limited supply of people that you can reach with that. And the doodles, are they're trying to... like So going into... Just going into South by Southwest, right? There's a big doodles thing. Um, and so you're seeing them just to kind of paint the picture for all the listeners. So South by Southwest feels like the the real kickoff of web three in a sense like it feels like it's 
in the in the limelight in a sense of like you walk down in Austin, Texas, in one of the fastest growing cities in the world, fastest growing tech hub. Doodles has the humongous, humongous warehouse with all of their art, their whole experience there. And you can just everyone's talking about Doodles. It doesn't matter. People don't even know it's an NFT. People are in people waited in line for an hour, got in and they had no idea what Doodles was like which a they didn't google it but like b like that's crazy that is crazy that people don't even know that it's an nft project and they're experiencing it yeah i mean it's the talk of the town around south by southwest like this huge line around wraps around the corner it's it's on all the lists of things you need to do while you're at south by and so like yeah you're not googling it because you're just going down the list of cool stuff to do at south by Mm -hmm. um but yeah actually i think if if one Thing that's really bullish for with this punks apes combo and, and maybe a number through four behind um doodles is, is pixel vault right so pixel vault is the company behind um they're building the meta heroes and the you know a, a marvel of the metaverse right and they are the one company out there who has already combined the punks and apes ip into one thing right the first comic they came out with was about 16 um punks and the story their story of um, and then the second um, comic they came out with is all about apes, right? And so what company out there has been taking advantage of the IP that, that is provided by punks and apes? It, it's, it's Pixel Vault. And now they actually own the full rights to the punks that they have in that comic book. And so they can actually commercialize that comic book way more than they were able to probably in the beginning. And so, um, yeah, I think this is also really bullish for Pixel Vault. We like that. We like to hear that. <laughs> so now is there any anything else that maybe we didn't touch on for this news um what do can we expect there to be more consolidation in the industry like are the goons going to go acquire a, a like or can we expect this to kind of be something we see like brand consolidation in the nft space oh yeah i mean i think there's one thing we know in this world is when one thing, when one person does something, other people like to follow. Right. And so Mm -hmm. it definitely feels like, especially with this semi bear market um, that's kind of hit um, in the market and crypto sphere. I don't know if we're in a bear market or not officially, but there's obviously this um, people believe we are. Right. And, and so there are going to be projects who are, whose runways are not as large and long as they thought they were. Right. And so they're going to be looking for, <clears throat> there's going to be people going fishing is what I'll say uh, fishing for, for people who need help. Right. And who have built up audiences and communities and IP. Uh, and so, yeah, we already hear rumors of Disney going, looking to buy um, that they're going to be buying an NFT project. Um, now I don't think they're buying an actual like 10 K collection. I think they're looking to buy a platform, something like Dapper labs or VV mm-hmm. where they can, cause they already have all the IP. Um, but yeah, it's, it feels like it's just a, first domino to fall if disney starts i wonder if if disney officially gets into nfts i mean it's a matter of time it's not a matter of if it's a matter of time and that would be exciting i mean it's all exciting i'll tell you one thing the energy around south by is is exciting um and yeah this news is is pretty electric 
pretty electric. Some of the biggest news in NFT history. Um, and this is something that we are excited about. Um, the new normal. We do this podcast every Tuesday, Death, Taxes, and the New Normal podcast. We break down complex topics so that really anybody can understand. And this is an exciting episode. Why is this an exciting episode, you may ask? Well, we are filming from Austin, Texas. And beside me, we have Jesse. We had to figure out filming it. <laughs> say, say what's, what's up? up? What up, audience? Anyway, we are at, this is the first live film. We had to do it in different rooms, but we're going to have more of this. So peace out, everybody. Let's roll the outro. Roll the outro. I'm walking around in the circle of life Doing the thing 